Well, good evening. It's, uh, it's good to see you. Um, um, if you weren't here uh, last week or, or you need a reminding, um, Ethan actually uh, he shared um, about um, us being a temple for um, the Holy Spirit. Um, us being a, a temple for, for God to dwell in and, um, and he, he used this phrase that underlined everything that he was saying and it was, um, it was, it was beautiful and it stuck with me all week um, and um, just kind of paraphrasing but um, he, said, he said that we're like the temple and it's, it's the overlap between heaven and earth um, and I love that it's, it's where heaven overlaps onto earth and it happened through, through the person of Jesus and now heaven comes and lives inside of us and we can be heaven's overlap onto earth and it's just amazing. Um, and and in, in Luke 10, we actually, we see Jesus um, teach the, the disciples what it looks like to be heaven's overlap onto earth and he, he gives them he gives them this mission or, or this mandate, and, and he, he describes some things for them to do. So he says, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out devils, and share the good news. And to me, that sounds a lot like heaven on earth. The sick being healed, um, the dead being raised, devils being cast out, and hearing the good news. And, and he, he's, he's telling the disciples that, um, y- like, you've seen me do everything, and, and now it's your turn. And... Um, I'm going to be with you. It's not just going to be, it's not you on, in your own works, but go and bring heaven overlapping on earth. And, um, and I don't think that mandate has stopped. I don't think it was just for the disciples. Um, I, think, I think Jesus, he, he, he comes and, and dwells among us and, and within us, and he wants us to continue to bring heaven uh, overlapping earth. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out devils, share the good news. Uh, I, d- I don't think it's a gift on someone's life to heal the sick or have the gift of healing. I think it's a mandate on all of our lives to, to do it. Jesus, uh, he didn't go up to, to just one specific disciple and say, you go and heal the sick because you're an evangelist or because you have a healing gift and then he didn't go up to, to someone else and say, actually, you're just going to write a bunch of letters to churches because you're more pastoral. Um, he, says, he says to all of them the same thing, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out devils, share the good news. And so um, it's, not a, it's not a stress, it's not a worry, it's actually it's co-laboring with him and it's, it's incredible, but um, that's what he's called us to, to not just in ministry, not just at church, not just specific moments of our lives, but to be constantly representing heaven on earth. And that looks like healing the sick and, and all those things. Um, um, a couple couple weeks ago, um, I was on my way to work and I didn't have lunch with me. And so I stopped in a cafe um, to pick up some lunch. And when I first got there, there were two people in front of me. Um, and... Um, I've just been, I've been conscious of imitating heaven on earth for, 
for a, a while and and so I, I walk in there thinking like how how am I best to to be the fragrance of heaven right now and um, and a, as I rocked out the two people in front of me they took um, a ridiculous amount of time to get their order done <laughs> um, so the the first the person who was right at the counter um, she had like cards being declined and and the cash um, the machine thing not working and um, the person behind that didn't speak very good English and so there was um, major communication barriers between that person and, and, and the lady kind of serving her and um, and I thought to myself man like people people aren't my problem and so so I don't I don't I don't stress out like heaven heaven doesn't get impatient heaven doesn't get angry um, and so with these two people in front of me like if I'm five minutes late to work I'm five minutes late to work but it's it's my job first and foremost to to represent heaven. So they finally kind of got through and we're waiting for their food and I, I step up to to order and this this lady looks at me and she goes, I'm so sorry about that. Um, that it took so long. And um I said, Hey, it's fine, it's not your fault that these cards didn't work and all this kind of stuff and I'm not angry. I'm my life's not a grind. I'm fine. And uh, she was kinda taken back and so then I begin to order and um and mid order, um, I'm I'm mid talking. She goes, "Do I know you?" And I'm and I'm like, "Oh, um, I I don't think so." And she goes, "Are you sure we haven't met before?" And this whole time, I'm I'm taken off guard. And um, and uh, I said, "I've only been here a couple times. I don't recognize you. My name's Jonas. Nice to meet you." Um, and uh, and and she's kind of looking at me really strangely. And um, and then she goes, "This might sound really weird, but..." When you walked in and and through this whole conversation, I've just felt really relaxed. Um, and and the phrase that she she said she says it feels like I'm home. That's what she said to me. And I was standing at the counter and I was like, oh. And she was like, is that weird? And in my head I was like, yep. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> no, but actually it's 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 actually not that weird. Because um, if I'm if I'm diffusing heaven, that's the place that she's meant to be. Um, and um and so so I was it took me a second and I was like actually it's it's not that it's not that strange and we kind of got through the order eventually and it was all a bit confusing but um and um and then she she gave me what I wanted and I and I said um I said well you have a great day and God bless you and I'll, I'll probably come back and um and I'll see you again and she was like okay and she was kind of just messed up and um. <laughs> However, I didn't heal the sick, I didn't raise the dead, I didn't cast out demons, and I didn't expressly share the good news, but I, I was just good news. Um, and that is, that's heaven overlapping earth. The story is nothing about me. I didn't do anything. I was just there. It's, it wasn't about me, but, but the heaven in me was overlapping the earth that I was around. Um, and um, last week, I actually went back there. So that was two weeks ago, and then last week, I went back. I had lunch with me, but I thought, I'm just going to go in and see what happens. <laughs> and um, and uh, I, walk, I walk in. Strange thing happened to me all the time. Like, I have weird interactions with people all the time. Uh, anyway, I walk into this cafe, and, um, and it's dead quiet. There's no one in there. There's no one behind the counter. There's no one kind of behind the coffee machine. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it should be open. And um, I'm just standing there, and then... Um, the lady, the same lady that served me two weeks ago, she popped her head around the corner and she goes, I knew you came in. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, 
That's awesome. And um and so we just we just chatted. I didn't I didn't say anything specific about church or Jesus or or heaven or anything like that, but I was I just um I love taking those people well she took me off guard, but I like like communicating with people behind the counter. Like you say like how's your day? And and they're like, Oh, like no one asked that and um, you know, has it been busy in here and you know, stuff like that. When do you finish? Do you you know, do you get a break? What um and so we just we just chatted for a little bit and um and then I was on my way to work but I'm I'm conscious of being heaven wherever I am and so I'm going to go back there and and we just we just building a relationship to I just a moment where she's probably going to go what is it like why do I feel like this um and I don't have to just rush in there and and hit her on the head with a bible So heaven overlapping earth looks like intentionally intentionally loving people. That's what Jesus did. Um, it's intentionally loving people. Um, it means not being ticked off by people. People people aren't our problem. Um, there's a um, a kind of a, a saying. Um, dropped into my head and um I've I've heard I've heard it before but people say um people say oh man they really get on my nerves or like they really like those people really push my buttons and um I've heard a couple of guys just say that that Je- Jesus is asking us to get new nerves Jesus is asking us to be buttonless <laughs> because people didn't get on Jesus' nerves because he saw their potential. He saw what they were made for. He saw their value. And he understood where they where they were right now doesn't equal where, you know, what they're made to be and, and their and their calling and and how much value they have on their life. And he wasn't angry. He didn't get ticked off at people. <coughs> why don't we uh, why don't we get new nerves? Um, we have to understand that people aren't our burden, they're not our problem, but it's our mandate to love them. And it's not a, it's not a, I'm going to grit my teeth because I have to, I have to love this person. We have to learn to look at through the right perspective, the perspective of Jesus. He sees them, uh, their full potential, their full value. So I should as well. Jesus didn't intentionally love people or pray for people on a Sunday at church. It was his lifestyle. He didn't have to grit his teeth to be patient. He didn't know anything else. He was just truly loving people, a love that's patient and kind and not offended and doesn't hold account of wrongs. We can we can look at that, the classic 1 Corinthians 13 about what, what love looks like and... Um, and and sometimes I think if we're honest with ourselves, me included, that I'm not always perfect at loving people, but it's a, it's like the perfect definition of of how we should respond to everybody. Um, I think something, something I've been getting better at, and I hope Kirsty can vouch for me here, is is when we when when we go driving or or I'm behind the behind the wheel and um, 
I think I've said this before, if anyone from youth is here, I shared this story, but um, I feel like we a, a good way to measure how well you can love people is how you love people when they can't hear you or um, or when they don't know that you're angry at them or, or shouldn't be angry at them. But it often happens in the car and, and we can be very brave when we're uh, trapped in a car and they can't hear us. Um, but there's been a couple of times where something's happened and... Um, and I should be angry at someone from an earthly perspective in a car. They've done something just stupid and, and I, I should be just mad at them. But like, man, I'm, I've been spending time with him and understanding what I'm made for. And it gives me perspective of what you were made for. And so I don't have to get angry when I drive anymore. Um, I hope that's true. <laughs> um, and... Um, and it started by, I, I, asked, I asked the Lord to, to help me with that. And so every time something would happen and I would get like, oh, are you serious? Why did you do that? Like, you could have just let me out or something like that. I would just, the Holy Spirit would just nudge me a little bit and, 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 um, and prune some branches. And it's, it's amazing. And um, it's such a little thing, driving, getting angry while you're driving a car. In perspective, it's just pointless. Um, if that's you, just sniff it. Just get, get Jesus to sniff it out. But then that means it means um, when we leave church and when we go back to our jobs or um, back to our homes that we have a mandate on our lives to be diffusing heaven wherever we are. And, um, and that can look like stopping someone who looks sick or injured or um, having, having a rough time and, and bringing heaven a little bit more forcefully by praying for someone or just a word of encouragement and uh, sharing sharing the good news. What's the good news? That they're valued, that freedom is chasing after them, that, that the living God is pursuing them and he's not angry with them, but he loves them. Um, Nathan, I don't think he's sitting there. Nathan, um, Nathan and I have some, have some pretty crazy stories of um, just... We would just hang out somewhere and uh, go get a coffee or something, and just chaos happens when when we are somewhere because um, because we have this we have this mandate we all do, but um, we'll see something and be like, man, I've got to pray for them. I've got to diffuse heaven. I've got to just be the fragrance of heaven right now. And and we have we have some pretty wild stories of of what people have encountered and. And it's just imitating Jesus, which is what Christianity means, being or Christian means, being little Christ-like ones. Um, but he tells his disciples to do it, and then the Great Commission is to teach others how to do it. So we're just called to be the fragrance of heaven everywhere we are. And I, I wonder what would happen in our workplaces, in, in our schools, in our businesses, if we're just representing heaven just intentionally, not not just saying, oh, I have to be patient, I have to say nice words, but being practical and intentional about what we're doing. I am, um, at, at my work, um, I work with, a, with uh, someone called Carly, and um, she, um, she always says um, how much she dislikes people. Um, if you're a friend, you're all good, but um, something will happen and she's like, man, I hate people. And um, 
or people are the worst or, or stuff like this and it's, it's sh- she's kind of cracking a joke but she's also half serious but I always come back to the comment and I'm like man like I love people people are awesome I love people and um and we often have pretty um pretty deep conversations while we're like packing ergonomic mices or or computer desks um and and it starts with me explaining my position and and being the fragrance of heaven and it's not for the elite it's not for uh, uh people that are, are gifted with healing or or anything like that he, jesus commissions all of his disciples to do the same thing Love is bold. It's just wild. Um, I think that's what I've what I've learned is we can talk a lot about you know being love and 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 everything, but it's actually it's bold. It's um, it doesn't stand by, but but when it when it really believe when we really believe something, we've got to be bold about it. So I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you this week to uh, see an opportunity and and be intentional every day. And I'm not saying we're not, but being intentional about diffusing heaven, being the fragrance of heaven, and being bold. Don't, because um, there's there's no fear in love, so we don't have to be worried about what might happen or what might not happen. But um, uh, step out, be bold. And see what happens wherever we are at, at our workplaces, at school, just passing someone, getting coffee. Let's be bold. Let's let's be wild. Jesus was pretty wild. And uh, and maybe um, if stuff happens, just um, send send me an email, send me a text or something, because um, it's just going to be encouraging. And um, and maybe we maybe next week we're going to hear some cool stories. Um, and um, maybe I'll go back into the cafe and I'll, I'll, be, I'll be bold. And uh, maybe I'll have a story as well. Um, but I think, um, I think we can encourage each other in doing that. When, when something happens, let's just share it. Let's just, let's just share what's happened in our workplaces, what's happened you know, in, our, in our homes and stuff like that. And, um, and it's just going gonna to snowball. It's going to get bigger and bigger, and it's just going to be awesome. And it's nothing about us. It's not about what we can do and look what we're doing. It's about how we diffuse heaven and, uh, and where that's impacting the world around us, overlapping the world around us. And that is all I have.